Welcome to the Landfill Fashionista, podcasting for the environment. When does a landfill become beautiful? When does salvage become fashion? When we learn to love ourselves, take care of our environment, and celebrate our culture. Image, environment, culture are a big part of who we are. We are young people, young leaders in training, learning, doing, creating art, and making ourselves heard. Staten Island's young landfill fashionistas were born. Super Shearers for Environmental Justice. Hello everyone, today I'll be talking about Harnessing Cultural Power by Faviana Rodriguez. Climate change is real and is happening now and its effects are being felt around the world. The effects of climate change range from temperature rising all the way to animals going extinct. This week, I read a piece of writing from the book All We Can Save, Truth, Courage, and Solutions for the Climate Crisis. The writing piece being Harnessing Cultural Power by Faviana Rodriguez. While reading Harnessing Cultural Power, I felt as if I was realizing different things. I never really took a big notice to what she was saying until I read Harnessing Cultural Power. I also felt myself not only realizing what she was saying, but agreeing with it as well. Because what she was saying about culture and how it's a powerful tool. I also find myself agreeing because we only hear, in most cases, a white man's or a white person's perspective of what is happening to our earth and only to their communities, not everyone else's. When Feviana Rodriguez talks about how culture is power, she mentions it's a tool to inspire. She says, culture is, is in constant battle for our imagination. It is our most powerful tool to inspire the social change these times demand. When she says this, it reminded me of how culture fil- uh, about how culture filtered the entertainment industry actually is, especially in America. In America, when you watch TV or are being shown ads on YouTube, you are seeing the picture they want you to see. They don't show you what's really at crisis. Even on social media sites, such as Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, if you are a person of color or showing the truth to climate change, they happen to do something called shadow banning. And shadow banning needs to end. Shadow banning is the act of blocking users' content on social media sites. And when that happens, a user won't know what's happening. This is how I felt while reading Feviana Rodriguez's work. I think that this piece of writing allows you to view what's going on in our world in a different perspective. It allows you to open up your mind and see things you might have not, you might have not have realized or seen before. These are my thoughts of Harnessing Cultural Power by Feviana Rodriguez. Hello friends, my name is Adrienne Charles and I'm here with the Landfill Fashionistas to bring you today's demo. Every day our basic need of water is constantly under attack, threatened by various toxins and it can often leave you thinking, what can I do about it? We have to talk a little bit about pH. On a scale of 0 to 14, a pH of 7 is neutral, an example of that is pure water. Whole numbers below 7 are considered acidic, 
and furthermore unhealthy. And above seven are basic or alkaline, which are furthermore considered healthy. Those that practice holistic medicine believe that most ailments, diseases are due to the low pH level we may have in the body. Increasing your body's pH is called alkalizing. Some benefits of alkalizing your water with produce include, but are not limited to, maintaining your blood sugar, cholesterol, and blood pressure levels. Drinking this water also helps to flush the organs, detoxify the body, clearer skin, and of course, hydration of the body. Now today, we're going to help you alkalize your water at home. First, you're going to gather some lemons, cucumbers, and or limes. One of the three is fine. Be sure to wash your produce, even if the produce that you gathered was organic. Then, you're going to measure out a gallon or a liter of water into your container. that's done, I'm going to proceed to thinly slice your produce. Then you're going to place this produce into your water. Now presenting notes from a landfill fashionista article, Meat Consumption, a Major Polluter, written by Amara Cordero, read by Adrian Charles. Meat is a staple in most American diets. Realistically, I would say Americans eat meat at least two meals a day, if not three. It is said by some that meat eating can be beneficial for our diets as such presides a large source of protein. A study in 2018 showed that the average American consumed 222 pounds of meat, being 0.6 pounds a day. However, we tend to ignore the fact that meat consumption is proving to be detrimental to not only our animals and our environment, but can also be harmful to ourselves. While industrial agriculture is negatively impacting us, the meat industry produces many greenhouse gases, promotes animal cruelty, can cause illness in humans, and we're really not made for eating raw meat biologically, which is how true carnivores consume such. Besides those who follow a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle, we as Americans consume meat almost every single day. Raising animals for food necessitates a significant amount of property, food, electricity, and water, as well as causing significant animal suffering. The first reason I'd like to discuss is how animal agriculture has proven to be dangerous for the environment. Animal agriculture emits more greenhouse gases globally than all the worst transportation systems combined. According to the United Nations, a global transition to a vegan diet is needed to tackle the climate change's worst effects. In addition, the meat industry's use of water is insanely high. Growing costs for animals to eat, cleaning dirty factory farms, and providing water to animals all take a lot of water. A pound of beef needs 
over 2,400 gallons of water, while a pound of tofu requires just 244 gallons. Veganism will save about 219,000 gallons of water per year for one person. Meat consumption also requires a significant amount of land use. It's impractical to use land to grow crops for livestock. Since crops are eaten directly rather than being used to feed livestock, it takes nearly 20 times less land to feed someone who eats a plant-based diet than it does to feed someone who eats meat. According to the United Nations Convention to Combat Decertification, it requires up to 10 pounds of grain to produce one pound of meat. And 56 million acres of land in the United States are used to grow animal feed, while only 4 million acres are used to grow plants for humans to consume. Since 1970, more than 90% of all the Amazon rainforest land has been cleared for livestock grazing. Furthermore, one of the most important crops grown in the rainforest is soybeans, which are used as animal feed. Most veggie burgers, tofu, and soy milk products sold in the United States are made with soybeans produced in the United States. Meat consumption and production not only damages our land, but also harms our oceans significantly. Industrial fishing practices such as bottom trawling and long lining also deplete the ocean floor of all life wrecked coral reefs while factory farms are destroying our land. Thousands of dolphins, sea turtles, sharks, and other bycatch species are also killed. Coastal fish farms pollute fragile marine habitats with feces, antibiotics, viruses, and non-native fish. Furthermore, since most farm fish are carnivores, they're fed large amounts of wild-caught fish. Every pound of farmed salmon, for example, requires up to three pounds of fish meat. Now, the final point I'd like to make is the pertinence to how the meat industry is harmful for the environment. It is a crazy amount of pollution produced. Animals raised for food in the United States excrete several times more than the country's entire human population. Animals on factory farms in the United States produce about 500 million tons of manure per year, according to the United States Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA. Since there are no animal sewage treatment facilities, it is either collected in waste lagoons, as seen in aerial views of factory farms, or sprayed over fields. One of the most common sources of contamination in our rivers and lakes is runoff from factory farms and livestock grazing. The EPA warns that the runoff can carry bacteria and viruses and that groundwater can be polluted as a result. Factory farms also violate water pollution regulations by releasing liquid manure into the air, resulting in mist carried away by the wind. The contaminants and bacteria in the sprayed manure are pushed into the lungs of those who live nearby. Studies have shown that the animal waste lagoons emit harmful airborne chemicals that can cause inflammatory immune irritation, and neurochemical problems in humans, according to a study by the California State Senate. As stated and supported with evidence, the meat industry is very injurious to our environment, whether that can be on land or in our oceans. Its environmental impacts aren't the only aspect which deems meat consumption harmful. Red meat in particular has been proven to harm human health. Consumption of red meat, including that of beef, Pork and lamb, as well as processed meats, have been increasingly growing. 
which is not to our advantage. Diets high in red and processed meats have been linked to increased risk of type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, cancer, colorectal cancer in particular, and all-cause mortality in long-term prospective cohort studies. Similarly, this research combined with the evidence from short-term intervention studies strongly indicates that substituting plant-based protein sources such as legumes and nuts, poultry and seafood for red processed meats has been the potential to minimize the risk of premature death and chronic diseases. For instance, replacing red meat with nuts or legumes significantly decreased total of LDL cholesterol in two meta-analyses of randomized feeding trials. However, some believe that there are benefits to eating meat as well. Meat, according to USD data, is a high-protein food, making it a staple in our diets. Protein is converted to energy in our bodies and can help us handle our day-to-day activities. Protein consumption for adolescent girls and women is 46 grams per day and 56 grams per day for men, while children need 19 to 34 grams and teenage boys need 52 grams. Meat contains a lot of zinc, which can support the immune system, according to a study published in the Molecular Medicine Journal. Zinc is responsible for developing antibodies to combat free radicals that could place us at a higher risk for chronic diseases due to its antioxidant properties. Protein which can also be found in meat, can aid in the development of antibodies that help with fight infections. The omega-3 fatty acids found in seafood can also help improve immunity. Selenium, another mineral found in seafood, is known for boosting the immune system, while vitamin A can help the reproductive system function better. Meat can help develop muscle strength, according to the study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. Protein can aid in the development and repair of the body tissues, as well as improve muscle activity, which is why people who are trying to gain muscle strength increase their protein intake significantly. Meat contains protein and zinc, which can help muscles expand and heal. According to a study published in the Journal of Sports Science and Medicine, no amount of effort to create a muscular figure can help unless you provide your body with the right nutrients, and meat is by far the best source of those nutrients. Additionally, omega-3 fatty acids found in seafood can help to keep the heart safe and reduce the risk of cardiovascular problems. Omega-3 fatty acid consumption can reduce the risk of heart attack, stroke, and arrhythmias. According to the research, the, the B vitamins, niacin, folic acid, thiamine, biotin, paleothenic acid, vitamin B12, and vitamin B6 are found in meat and can aid in development of hormones, red blood cells, and nervous system function. These vitamins can also aid in the production of energy in the body as well as the health of the heart and nervous system. It's important to remember, however, that red meat contains a high amount of saturated fat, which has also been linked to the heart disease and sex. Despite how meat is believed to be a benefit to our bodies as a vital source of protein, overall, meat consumption and production has proved to be insanely harmful to not only our environment and our animals, but also to our water sources and those who consume these meats, being red meat in particular, and altering to a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle, we will then in turn increase the well-being of ourselves and the quality of the earth we live on. Generally, limiting your meat intake at least once a week can make a major difference, like participating in Meatless Monday. Meat can be a greatly beneficial, but also harmful more so than good.
as effective in a negative way more so than in a positive manner. Other sources of protein we can use include beans, legumes, nuts, and leafy greens, as well as pea protein and other plant-based powder substitutes. I believe if we were a bit more considerate with what we choose to consume, we could improve the quality of not only our lives, but the lives of biodiversities and animals as well. Hi, my name is Amara Cordero, and I wrote an article about meat consumption being a major polluter. If you would like to continue reading the rest of this article, you can visit satinislandurbancenter.org. Yeah, I have an article there. It's pretty cool. I like writing and reading and learning about how to take better care of our environment and how to be sustainable, meaning not just like making our quality of life better, but making it better for future generations so that we can continue to exist, you know? If you eat meat, listen, everyone's body is different. I know people that they do need to eat certain things or certain ways because they have allergies or they have certain requirements for nutrients or certain whatever. This is not to come at anyone for their lifestyle. It is your life, it is your choosing. This is just how I view things and I just like to educate myself on every different perspective. So yeah. One thing we don't talk about is how we're killing our planet day by day. I want to see if these lyrics can help you change your daily lifestyle. This world should be beautiful. I'm just here to let you know. We're destroying it right now. When it's gone, where will we go? Let's recycle bottles and newspaper bags. Ice caps melting are a major red flag. Can I say stop cutting down the trees? Because we need to breathe. Let's change the world. Little boy or girl, make a future bright. Because it's only right Let's change the world Little boy or girl Make our future bright Because it's only right Can we keep our hoods cleaner? Change our whole demeanor Have a better outlook on life Figure out if that building is worth it Imagine if we kept our planet perfect All this dirt and grime turned our oceans brown Let's pick up all the plastic we threw on the ground All this gas we put in our atmosphere Destroys global warming every year Let's change the world Little boy Oh girl, make our future bright Because it's only right Let's change the world Little boy, oh girl Make our future bright Because it's only right Staten Island Urban Center is a non-profit organization supported by the Pickerton Foundation Staten Island Foundation, NYC Department of Youth and Community Development Young Women's Initiative, and several private donors.